pushing out for the button. Recording in progress. We're actually almost running out of time for the people aren't on yet. So we'll be here in two minutes. I see how good it's here. Okay, your main copy, which is in front of you, the one that has the Gizmaisha in the front, which we began. Uh, well, nobody there, right? I'm showing it to myself. Okay. So we're going to begin on page three, and we're just getting into the tip of the sugya, which is extremely Nagea Lamaisa, in Yane Kirov, and how to deal with the not yet from Nagea to Shabbos, and invitations, and serving food, and brachas, and a host of other things. And these things come up all the time. We know we're near Thanksgiving when Shilas start coming in about inviting people who are not yet from, because keep in mind, even though we discussed at length, Ramesha's not very happy with Thanksgiving in general, and he almost answers it. He discusses it's at local, some answer the gamre, some say it's okay. But practically, for this sugya, it's one of the few times of the year where the various branches of the family can get together and agree on something. Actually, I don't know if when they get together they agree on anything, but they could sit down and assuming the turkey is kosher and we have a masayra on it and assuming it's mutter celebrated on the uh, day of, that might be the only place to um, have a meeting of the uh, various branches. And then the shayla becomes, uh, somebody wants to bring some, somebody else with them who is not really allowed to be with them. Shayla comes up all the time. And part of this general discussion is, besides not being them and causing overt serum, you also don't want to give a hechsher shampoo on uh, lifestyle or the like. Just yesterday, I didn't plan on talking about this, and maybe I shouldn't, so I'll pretend the cameras are off, but uh, well, uh, you're not coming back for Shabbos for a while, so I can't do that to you. So it, it's... It's going from bad to worse on a, on a daily basis, but an irate parent who's a thousand percent right, a million percent right, there's no shayla. It's just almost a reality check. But the um, school, it's a place out of town, and the school wanted to, they did have uh, various meetings to discuss how they're going to talk to the, I think there's the sixth graders. It doesn't make a difference. Six at, for this sec, second, fifth, high school, um, they want to be more inclusive in the student body for various Russia Tavis. It's an orthodox institution. That's really scary. <laughs> they're, they're presupposing they've got to discuss this and make everybody feel comfortable. And just a question of, you know, the semantics, exactly how they do it. So they mentioned it to the parents that, don't worry, don't worry, we're going to be talking about this. And at least... One of them had their head on straight and, and said, not with my kid there, you know. It's unbelievable. This didn't happen here, but it's scary. It didn't happen in, uh, I don't want to pick on any town because somebody's aunt's going to call me. Uh, 
it's a mid-sized community, whatever. It didn't happen in the total wilderness. That's scary. So, giving a hesha there, it's mamish lifnei. You bring this up with uh, children like this is even an uh, option as well to discuss. It's not like cure of how to deal with this when you, the kids are in sixth grade. But you have somebody who wants to come over and they, they want to come over with uh, person X, person Y. That's actually good letters in the alphabet to pick, come to think of it. If I would have said A, B, it wouldn't have been as realistic. Um, either somebody's going to listen to this in 20 years and not know what we're talking about, or somebody's going to think, I don't know what they're going to think, but uh, you have a time date and a stamp on all these things? So, um, to attach clippings from... I, <laughs> I wouldn't be discussing that. Right, you wouldn't understand anything I'm referring to. I, these Ramazim wouldn't mean anything. That, that's the problem. People call me the sherm on your, your 2,000 sherm that you managed to fit on whatever you fit on, however many. <laughs> they said it, it was not only an interesting sheer, but the history. They feel like their mom is getting like... where <laughs> various points of American history and Israeli history, and yeah, we do. <laughs> Unfortunately, for good or for bad. But uh, I couldn't, like, the, the Shailu's, I'm happy people are asking because they realize like, something strange is going on, but they're, they're getting more and more caustic by the day, and you really got to be vigilant. Uh, and that's, a, that's an understatement. So, what? Teaching the kids how to protect themselves? No, uh, that wouldn't, that wouldn't have been good, but that wouldn't have been half. No, they want to, they talked about being inclusive and being like, yeah, that, that's in orthodox to do. That, that's not orthodox. That, that, that's not. There's a point of pluralism that just goes off the cliff, and that point was before that discussion. So, you're inviting somebody. It's Liv Neiver already, and we started discussing this. That she does a hold. If you don't make a macha and you don't say something when you have to, it's not only not giving tachacha, which is still a chiv deraisa when it's possible, it's lifting evil because you're giving a Hesher's temple. And sometimes they're looking for the Hesher's temple. That's why they want to bring her or him or it or whatever the case may be. So, them. 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 That's why they want to come. What, they, so they can't find Turkey somewhere else? They can't. Uh, and in the last couple of years, it come out every Thanksgiving. It only comes out Thanksgiving because they're not going to have the chutzpah, or maybe they would, to come, ask to come December 25th because you just tell them we're not really going to be around then. And we don't really celebrate that. And they don't want to come on Rosh Hashanah because the service is too long. So Thanksgiving is like the neutral uh, area. They never heard the discussions about Thanksgiving, how, just how neutral or it might or might not be. But this is just a collection from the last few days, and that's not even our topic. But it's part of our topic, and that is everything you say and do is giving a Hechsher temple or not to something or somebody, and you have to worry about the Yachid, you have to worry about the community, you have to worry about... Raising standards, keeping standards, there's a lot to be in the place game that are dealing with this, and we'll be doing this in sheer. You have to blend all this in. Right now, as I mentioned, we're going to divide it into basically two mahalchim. They're really going to be three at the end, because I'm going to suggest the maskana of where the minig is and where the shayla starts. But they're very two distinct camps. We have Ramesh's two chuvas, which we saw last week, where he not only calls the lifnaiver inviting people to a minyan on Shabbos and right to the house and the like. He calls it Mesis Samediach and his rayas from Nachash. And as I said, separately, we'll get back to those rayas and where he applies it elsewhere, but 
maybe in a few weeks from now. He says it in two different shuvas, and he says it in a number of other shuvas not related to Hoshavas. This next piece, I, I'm going to end up uh, for the first Mahalach, just show you what Rabbi Yashav held, Rabbi held, and then the second part is going to be Rishvam Zalman, who is somewhere in the middle, and Rishvam is interesting tshuva, where he has his limitzchus, and we're going to speak out all the stadim, and obviously I always tell everybody to listen carefully, listen carefully on Chazer, and know that after all this, you're going to have to ask a lot of shaylas, but this will prompt the shaylas, it is not a dover poshit in this sugya, nothing is wholesale, nothing is poshit, and the Shabbos, which is uh, as severe as it gets, but it's not as sensitive. Sometimes you just say, I really need you to come before Shabbos. They understand you keep Shabbos. When it comes to these other social liberal issues, the ones I was Maramas to you know, a few minutes ago, it's getting to a point they don't really understand. They pretend not to understand that what does this have to do with Judaism? Don't we hold of all these things? And don't we, why would we want to be inclusive? And, uh, but one has nothing to do with the other, has nothing to do with being inclusive. It's Shaila, what did Hashem Asr and what did Hashem Asr and what's the reality on the ground? So, Rabbi Yashiv will say it, at least Rabbi Zilberstein, I picked this piece because uh, this one small piece says really what the Sfaras are with um, two very interesting uh, diukim. But Rabbi Yashiv basically holds like a Meshav, Meshav holds like Rabbi Yashiv, Rabbi Yashiv, uh, Held the world of Ramesha after Ramesha was Nifter. Ramesha started getting a lot more Shailas, and he said he knew the godless Ramesha before, and now he's even beginning to appreciate more than he imagined. So Ramesha says, You can't do it. Ramayashiv is going to have a lush, and it's called by Zilberstein that in one place he says he can't do schaira. You can't do business with mitzvahs. It's not up to us to trade in. We'll get two of various one mitzvah, and we'll do this and all that. It's not up for grabs. And his lashon over here is going to be, you don't do mitzvahs with Averis. The Mechilim, or Machmirim, whichever you want to call it, uh, depends how you look at it, will try to explain, like a Shomazam, that it's not living evil, it's a michshul, if it's not a michshul, if I'm trying to help him. The question is, trying to help him now, but now there's an Averis being done, and you might be Makar from later, as you mentioned last week, and the, the Mitzvahs in the background I'm going to keep emphasizing, because the Chuvas don't talk about it. They insinuate it, and I think they're keeping it in mind, but the model, which works great on a Monday, we're not running into Shabbos, okay, we have a Brachas issue, but the model is, if you get a thousand people in, there's a percentage that have this modeled out, they have experienced the Kirv organizations of Kavaldic, and they know they'll get... Uh, well, we tack with the numbers. Let's just take 5% out of every 100 you get in there. 3%, uh, 10%, you'll make a little more maturity. 5%, 2% you'll send to yeshiva. Kavaldik. And every neshama you save is a neshama saved. We're not mitigating that at all. That's the model. If you're not bumping into any of errors in the way, then the model's great. Do what you can. Question is, Rabbi Yoshev and Ramesha are not uh, mekel, but those who say, no, there's an Indian to look for as far as a why it should be okay, is because you're saving people. The problem is there's a 95% chance anybody you're being marshal now to get him or her to the program and Shabbos or whatever the case may be, or you're feeding them and Baruch's issue, every single time you're not talking to the person or dealing with the person that's going to become from. So now you have to look at it on the level of the tzibur and the model and say, yes, we're causing a mission for you, but you're helping out the total picture because somebody, it might be you, 5% chance, 10% chance, whatever it is, probably not, but it's somebody else. So you understand, whatever the svar local is going to be, that's going to be a chiddush within that, 
within that svara. Uh, the second thing, which I'd like to mention again, I alluded to this last week, which also is not really discussed as much in the tshuvas, and a few people who are obviously listening well keep asking, so it's going to come up a lot. You know by now already in Lefenivir Sugya, you got to know we deal with Chadav Danar or Treyav Danar. You have to, what are you up against? They're both Usr, but one's a Dereisa, if he can't do it himself, and one's Dereisa with, if you remember, Machalikas Vishayinim, is there and it's a Dereisa? Taisis in one place seems to say no, the other place seems to say yes. The Ramah brings down Bolshitas, remember selling Avodazara to the guy. The Ramah says, Yeshayimim, it's mutter if they get it themselves. Yeshayimim, not. A machmir should be machmir, la'atzma, and it's a good thing. And the Ramah seems to learn that maker then we pass on the hakel, which is a big deal over here if they'd be doing the Aver anyway. This is from six weeks ago, but it's now going to become very Nogea. And the Shach and the Magad Avram, two of the biggest names in Psakhlips. I'm not mitigating the Ramah, but they don't understand why the Ramah presented it as two shittas. He said, there's no machlikas. When it comes to a guy, if he can't do it himself, then it's an Isidarais of Neighbor, even to a guy. And if he can, there's no Isidarais, he can do it himself. And there's no chiv of tochach on Arvis because it's a guy. So it's mutter. And the Ramah's only talking, he's talking about a guy who's buying incense for his Avadazar. He's buying a geshka, and he get it himself. So the Shach says that's only going to get to a guy, maybe also to a mummer, Dino Ka'aka, maybe to a Mazid, with the Dagam of Ava. But a Yid, has to, everybody has to be masculine. It's at least in the Bon, and it's not worse than Yechiv Tochacha. How can you hand somebody an Aveiri even if they get it themselves? That's a pretty big machlik. It's not reading that in the Ramah. They just don't understand why the Ramah didn't present it that way. That makes a big difference over here. Because the Peskim that I make all are going to say that, well, they're going to assume it's Chadav Danaira. And since it's Chadav Danaira, they Machal Shabbos anyway themselves, and they're eating without Brachas anyway. So then it's Machal Shishayim, but there's even as Durabanan, so for Kirov to save them with Makal, which is understandable, even though you're going up against the Shach and the Magadavram. My problem is, and my problem is this is not highlighted, I'm not sure why is that the mitzvah here is very important after you finish with the lumdis. Even if you assume it's chad avdanar, they can do it themselves. And even if you assume there's room to make all that, there's no way to draw a bonon. If a person's machal shabbos in general, but you're inviting them to a minion in the morning, and they'd be sleeping in, and now they're driving, that's not chad avdanar. They wouldn't necessarily be driving now. So in this sugya, it's pretty important to always figure out, are you dealing with something they would be doing anyway and they could do? Or they can't without you, or they wouldn't be. And see, well, the Machal Shabbos is so much in general, so the general idea is Machal Shabbos all the time. But as we saw from previous examples, with the guy who built the sukkah in the guy's parking space, and so now he has to drive three seconds more as another 20 combustions in his gas-filled car. Those fossil fuels always coming back to haunt us. So, so we care, yeah. He's, he's driving another, he's causing more malachas for five seconds. It's Machal Shabbos anyway. But he's doing more now because I parked my sukkah in his parking space. Yeah. And now that he's here for the meal, right. he'll be here for the rest Good. of the day. Good. I got that. So, so the answer is keep him as long as you can, sing very slowly, serve a lot of chont, and then a lot of schnapps. Get him very drowsy and have a room available. That's the name. And get him there before shots as you can. That's, that's the name of the game, and that's what we try to do. But it has to be highlighted that you have to, in each scenario, that's why it's always a separate shakla. 
you have to first decide this Chavanah or Trevanah before you start with Kulas, unless you go with Shlomo Zaman's Kula. I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll get to it later on this week, where he says maybe it's not a Michshul because you're trying to save him. But you're trying to save him, or you're trying to save somebody in the 5%, and they'll think it might not be him. Does that make a difference? Shlomo Zaman doesn't talk about that chilik. But it's not always true that He's Mechal Shabbos anyway, and therefore I'm not hurting him. Well, you might be hurting him now, or you might be helping him because you'll stay by the Suda for three hours and then invite him for a Shabbos nap and then a shear in the Shabbos afternoon, and you might be saving him. So, that depends on who it is and where it is. And uh, you invite somebody from Manhattan to Muncie, that's Ladugma, let's get him here before Shabbos and serve him real good chont and real heavy scotch. We're legally permitted. And you keep them the whole Shabbos. People who live in Manhattan, it's not a question of being able to afford it. There are some people who make a panos in Manhattan. They don't drive anywhere. Either they don't drive because they'll get on a train, or they don't drive because they have somebody else driving. Like an Akum, in something very stretched out. Or some variation. But they're not, when you drive to the suburbs, you're driving, or you're driving back. So they say, well, they've been doing a lot of whole Shabbos in Manhattan. I don't know if they go to a. Uh, Broadway show and sit there for five hours. I'm not saying we should go with them. But how much Chilo Shabbos are they doing? Okay, they're carrying a wallet for tickets. They could be staying home all day uh, watching something. Hopefully not on Tyranny Time or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they shut it down. That was an advertisement, not a shtach. Uh, so, see, you've got to figure that out in the sugya before you start plugging in Sfaras, and I will remind everybody of that as we plug in Sfaras. So let's now begin. And this particular example is very common in Eretz Yisrael. can happen here also. And that's why I picked this one. It's very unique the way he treats this. Take a look at the bottom of the page. On page 3, it's on page Kuf Peches of Chashuk Yechemed. Shaila Ruvain writes to the Shimon. So he lives, let's say, in Petah Tikva. I'm picking that as opposed to Meish Harm. It might not be not yet from people that he can knock on their door. So he lives in a nice neighborhood, a lot of from people in Petah Tikva, and a lot of not yet from people who are waiting to become from. So he wants to know, And he knows that Shimon's a very busy man. And in Eitz Yisrael, they work on Sundays, and sometimes even on Erev Shabbos. But Shabbos, most people are home. And he has an audience, and he can catch him. Which is why the Shabbos Shabbos keeps coming up, by the way. It's easier and more potent to do Kirov on Shabbos. Not that you can't have Malav Malka and invite him for Hanukkah during the week, but Shabbos is an opportunity. It's not the only opportunity, but it's a special opportunity. That's why the Shabbos is so important. Now, he's not inviting him for Shabbos. He's just going to knock on his door to schmooze with him and say, good Shabbos, and be warm, and slowly try to be a of him. Wonderful. Problem is, he's going to come into the building, into the hallway, he's going to come knock on the door. So the first thing, you knock on Shimon's door. It's Israel or in America. And if it's uh, somebody who doesn't plan on going out, we're so used to going out. Leil Shabbos for us, we're going to shul, then we're running home, then we're coming back for nights later. And then we're, nobody's turning off any lights. We wouldn't turn off lights. It's us, but it's, we don't, we have a pretty action-packed Shabbos. For them, it's the weekend. So you shut the lights, you lock the door. <laughs> and come on, new. So right away, you knock on the door. So first thing he's going to do is turn on the light. Misa, 
just trying to be friendly. You don't want the guy to stand in the dark, whoever it is. So right away, I didn't even get in the door yet, figuratively or literally, and I caused him to turn the light. And I know the guy, and he's going to turn the light. Might hear a dog barking in the background. You know, the whole scene. Dog barking is separatists or scaring people, but that's not the... I'm talking about Chil Shabbos now. So he turns on the light. Gets worse. Shehir, Shabachutzah, Meruven, then he looks through the, the hole there, and he sees, ah, oh, it's his neighbor, Shimon, that friendly Haredi-type guy who always knocks on the door on Shabbos, or doesn't, or is asking a shayla about it. And um, he looks through, he sees it's him, and alt covered. This guy's not anti. You start working on cure of the guys who are Maserati, who are friendly, you know, if they have a chance. What's the, first, what's the next thing he should be doing after he turns on the light to see who it is? He's going to power down his phone. You don't want that thing ringing, pushing, embarrassing the, the guy's uh, Shammah Shabbos. Uh, he's knocking on my door. I don't want to, like, you know, he's a Maserati. Most Israelis, Baruch Hashem, are somewhat Maserati. They want to be respectful. So now, second Malach, it's he powers down his phone. What is he going to do after the guy leaves, after his warm schmooze? He's going to power up his phone. He's going to go and turn off the TV. He's going to turn off the right. Whatever he's going to do, he's going to make the atmosphere more Shabbos day. So you have like five Yisurim, five Chilo Shabbos before you even said good Shabbos. Guaranteed. This is scary. We don't think of these things. I'm trying to be Makari for the guy. Everything's Mutter, right? Well, depends uh, where you are on the Sugya. But that's the Shiloh. Hu yechabal chvaydes amachshiach hashmali v'yad lekshuv lekeshelech. And nothing's a done deal, but he's working on it. He wants to be Makai the guy. You got to try. And Shabbat is the only time he finds him home where he can get him to schmooze a little bit. During the week, he's all harried. He's probably working for some high tech company in Tel Aviv and works till two in the morning. Some startup and about to become an IPO. The only time he catches him is Shabbos. This is the Metzias. That's why we invite people for Shabbos, besides the aroma of the chalt and the Ruchnistika component. So what's the din? Nope. So that's our Shiloh. Just a very unique way of saying it. That we're not causing the drive anywhere. I'm knocking his door. And he's turning on the light and powering down his phone and turning off the TV. And, and uh, I didn't even say hello yet. Is that mutter? So he starts off with the svarah that anybody who's going to be makol is going to want to use. It's a fantastic svarah. And the question is, is there a chilik? And is it a machalik? So, tshuva, page four. Now Shochanach. This is a very famous tragic din. Shochana says in Simon Shinvov that if the church is capturing, in the Middle Ages, this was a problem. They used to kidnap uh, little girls and boys off the street. And if it was Shabbos, Kaidish, and the fathers in the Bet Medjish, they just heard that uh, your daughter just went off with some representatives and they're driving somewhere, going somewhere, and if you don't catch up with them soon, you're never going to find them. And it's not a shayla pikuach nefashus in the gashmiyistic sense. Unfortunately, she's going to eat a lot better in the monastery than she's probably eating at home. So that's not the shayla. But this is sakanus nefashus. And the Gemara has a number of makaras, how you know you want to be mechal Shabbos. One of them is chaybam, but chaybam doesn't apply over here. She's going to live more comfortably. The far of chalel of Shabbos achas kadesha tishmer Shabbos is does apply. And keep in mind, we're talking about a firm girl, or even if she was associating with the wrong people, and that's why she got chap, but she's not interested in doing shmad, or chel shabbos necessarily. And if you save her and bring her back, in the Middle Ages of Forest Kala, everybody was from, more or less. 
So I'm mentioning that now. The Shulchan doesn't spell that out, because it's obvious. I'm mentioning that because I don't want anybody jumping in with a chilek that over there, you're allowed to be Mechal Shabbos, and you must be Mechal Shabbos to get her back before it's too late, because over there you're guaranteed Kiruv, because she's already from. That is a chilek, but that's not the only chilek. That happens to be true, and one could make a chilek based on that. That's not going to be the entire story. So first let's see the din. And if they don't catch her soon, apparently if you catch them red-handed, they might give her back. If she just disappears, they're going to say, we never saw her, we don't know what you're talking about. So the time to act is now, and it's Shabbos. That means hit the road, literally. is Get your feet on the ground, and even if you have to run out of the tchum, even the tchum deresa, shalosh pasos, which might be deresa, that's 12 mil. And Mishabur is about to say, even if you have to be Michal Shabbos with various malachis, Michal Shabbos deresa to try to get her back. Why? If we don't get her back, she's gone, and the monasteries don't give anybody back. And they're going to raise her as a uh, Christian. And what we talked about on Shabbos with the Galachim uh, that were Jewish from the uh, war. And uh, in the Middle Ages, didn't take a war. They just did this because they were out to do it. And unfortunately, sometimes they succeeded. So, the Shachanah says we tell the father to do it and we force him to do it and he should want to do it. It happens to be if the father doesn't do it, there's no father around, any askin will do and everybody is a chiv to get involved to be Michal Shabbos to get her back. And therefore, basically, and we act and we act decisively even if it involves multiple Chil Shabbos. So, the Tushan over here is very obvious. I'm knocking on this guy's door in Petah Tikva and I'm trying to be a Makai of him, which means I want to stop being a Machal Shabbos and I want to keep Shabbos the rest of his life and that's my goal. Are we really going to have to worry halachically about him turning on the light, which he does all the time anyway, even though he might not be doing it now? And he's powering down his phone, he's turning off the TV, he might do that anyway, but he might not be doing it now. That's why I'm pointing it out. But I'm doing this for the greater good of being Mekayavim. Already we have a chilek, as I mentioned. Chance of being Mekayavim are 5%, 10%, 20%. Not like this young lady. Chances are, if you're Mechal Shabbos, you might not catch up with the church. Not 100%, but it's, it's high if uh, you run now. Nothing's a guarantee. And if it's mutter over here, so maybe it should be mutter over there, and we ignore the quote-unquote small, nothing small, the Shabbos. We ignore the temporary Chil Shabbos that's triggering by happenstance, Derech Agav, the collateral damage, in order to be able to get this guy to become firm, and then will keep all the Shabbos. It's a good deal, if it works. Even though, he's already alluding to what the chilek is going to be, I'm being mekayr of him, I didn't ask him to turn the light, I'm fine the whole way, I found the door. And if he says Miza, I'll answer it, he doesn't need to see who I am, I'll just open the door, and he doesn't need to power down my phone, I understand. So if he would ask me, I'd tell him, don't turn the light, don't power down your phone, don't turn off the TV, I'll talk louder. But he doesn't know that, and he's trying to be respectful, and he's going to do it. So maybe we should say, I'm trying again to keep Shabbos. It's going to be a net gain, which is really the svara of anybody who's going to look for a possible angle over here. This is going to be the angle. Pretty gory one, but it will resonate. 
Reuven sees Shimon is about to cut off his whole hand for no good reason. He runs over to him and he talks him out of it and he says, he brokers the whole deal. He says, he shouldn't do anything. He says, I'm going to cut off my whole hand. And he says, just do one finger. And he says, okay, one finger. He says, okay, so do one finger. He even volunteers to help him. Assuming there's no other way out. Is that lifting either? You convince the guy to do one finger? Of course not. You just saved a hand and you only sacrifice a finger. So I'm trying to get this guy to keep Shabbos. So temporarily, this Shabbos, next Shabbos, he turned on the light, he powered down the phone. That's what it, it says in Simon Shin Vav. And he saved the rest of his hand. He's going to be tens of thousands of times, hundreds of thousands of times, if I don't be Makai of him. So I've got to start somewhere, and this is the collateral damage right now. Maybe it wouldn't have turned on the light if I wasn't here, and it would have been less Chol Shabbos, this particular Shabbos. Maybe we should say, so what? It's sad, but nothing we can do. That is as far as Oberstein brought this Torah to Abel in the early days when Kirov started being a thing that they really saw was quite possible and doable and exciting and a tremendous chus. Child is, it's not Tuesday, it's Shabbos. So he said, can we use this Torah? And if this is the only time I can get them, based on Simon Shinvav, it sounds like a good raya. Sati, next paragraph. Sati is the Vari Lufne Marvachamim Maran Hagan Rabbi Yashiv Zatzal, Vilag Kiblum, and he was not masking. Vaamar, his rallying cry, so to speak, because it's not geared to all the similar Shailas. Vaamar, Mevera, Losismach, Mitzvah. I've seen different versions. You can't do Scherer with, uh, with Halacha, you can't make deals. It says, right now, I'm causing him, we know it's a Psychrash, he always turns the light. I am causing him to turn the light. He's bavarning what I introduced. That's why I introduced it. We don't say, well, he's Machal Shabbos so much, a little more, a little less. We don't look at it that way. Right now, he probably wouldn't be turning on or off this light or powering down his phone. You say, why don't you just send him an email during the week? I'm visiting you on Shabbos. Please don't turn on the light or power down your phone. Answer is, usually if you know about these things, if you warn him you're coming, he'll say, oh, I'm going to visit my aunt in Natanya. And you tell him, I have friends in Natanya. He says, I, did I say Natanya? I met Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> they'll be gracious and answer the door and not be nasty, but they're not exactly interested because they know why you're coming. So you got to just knock on the door and start schmoozing. Two very popular times for the destination of this person who is finally interested in coming. He wants to come to a Seder because his grandfathers do that. He wants to feel Shabbos and his Kishmak. And that's when you get him. And it's a higher interest level for sure Rabbi Yashav says it's the same thing you can't invite him for Shabbos if he's going to drive which is what Rabbi Yashav said in that children like halamas that like this guy is doing everything to hell and I thought like he was earning the halal Shabbos no it doesn't work that's for a chattas not for a it's still a even if it's not a separate chattas it's still a pagam in the bria remember Lifnei 
It's about damaging the guys. You say if he's a, if he's a real tinkish nishba, the jury's out and it's all. If anybody's a tinkish nishba, if everybody's a tinkish nishba, which we uh, started speaking about, but Ramesha has in a different shuva that even if the guy's an honest, that's better than a shaygig. The Averis still makes a Rashim and Ramesha clears the Shaila, but he has Rayas that it's still living here because you're polluting the atmosphere. Certainly over here, where it's unclear who's a Tinish Nishba, and it's an individual thing as well, besides the general halachic discussion, he lives in Petatikva and he has access to from people, and Rabbi Yosh himself holds he's not a Tinish Nishba, by the way. Others hold he is, but it's still damaging in the atmosphere. It's still causing Chil Shabbos. So that won't help. It's better than Mazid, but. It's, uh, that, that's why it wouldn't help, especially according to Rabbi Yoshev, who holds not a Tishnishba. And interestingly enough, Ramesha, who agrees with Rabbi Yoshev over here on the fact that we're causing Chal Shabbos and Sasser, happens to agree on the Tishnishba issue as well, that if he's in a firm community, he's not a Tishnishba. So, so it wouldn't help, uh, certainly according to Rabbi Yoshev Ramesha, but it, it wouldn't help anyway because it's still making a Rosham in Shemayim. So, nicely, Mitzchus, but it's not gonna it's not gonna help because when he when he calls the base of Mikdash lost the love and says how many should I bring then we discuss well what was the shaygig and but each one's still a separate uh, Misa. and therefore Abisha says you can't invite him for Shabbos or for Yontif if he's going to be driving nope so now what's the chilik I'll just um, we'll read this inside tomorrow night because uh, you have to really understand this chilik but. We started off with two great rayas. We had a raya from a dinner shalach and a marshal. The raya was, she's being kidnapped. Better be Michal Shabbos now, or else you never get it back. So we'll be Michal Shabbos now, causing Michal Shabbos now. Otherwise, you can't be Mechayvim. So why isn't the Tzushnel good? So I mentioned there's a Metziah Shailah, there's more of a chance you'll get her, but that's not the answer. Because then, if you give me a case where I know this guy's primed for Kirov and I'm going to get him and I'm good at this and that, and he might be right, Rabbi Yashua still won't agree. So that's the warning number one. So what is the chilek? And the marshal with the finger in the hand. So I'm, I'm cutting off a finger. I'm saving a hand. So I am, I'm trying to save the guy. So why isn't that a good marshal? Those are the two things we're going to explore tomorrow night, as well as a famous maestro from Isol Salanter. Ask somebody tomorrow night uh, on the train on the way to work. Well, you don't have trains here. Nobody here goes to work. Okay, but um, <laughs> so, uh, on the way to your, uh, if you're shopping and you're um, to beat somebody, yeah, who is the father of modern Kirov? So most people in this generation would say a lot of great names, uh, Weinberg and Sameach. It's actually Rabbi Sal Salanter. Rabbi Sal Salanter was the father of the Muslim movement. That too. Do you know Rabbi Sal Salanter? They were well into Ascala already. He moved to Paris for a couple of years. Paris was a wild city. Still is. Has some very nice Hamishi in there, but it was a real city with all that comes with it, and it was a university town. And they had a lot of Jews already who were way off in the university. He did campus Kirov, I kid you not. Absal Salanta, can you imagine? He, he did it for two years, then he moved back to Eastern Europe. But he, he did it for a while, and I'm sure it made a ration, but he went to the pier. He used to go to the docks. They had Jewish businessmen, traders working there, working on Shabbos, Rahman so what do you do? Well, probably try to tell them it's Shabbos. You've really got to keep Shabbos, try to be Makar of them. And if that didn't work right away, he started telling them the intricacies of Hilcha Shabbos. He says, what you're doing now is Hilcha Shabbos. Why don't you use your left hand? This is a piece of history. Psaq from Bissol Salatu is from the Pesach Yadar. 
So why don't you use the left hand? Why don't you use my left hand? I'll explain to you later. Just inside touch, I'm sure. Left hand, everything. So that's going to be part of tomorrow night's discussion. Also, you're telling somebody you're lifting a crate off a ship and carrying it into Rosh <laughs> Rabbah. Why don't you get another guy to help you? He says, I don't need help. He says, That's why he should help you. So why is that not a violation of what Biosha is saying? You're, doing, you're bartering uh, Mitzvah Saveris. He's not bartering Mitzvah Saveris. He's doing it anyway. You could. It's always Kadai to take what you're doing and knock it down to a more kalisar. That's what Avasol Santa was doing. Better to be Makarv than completely, but meanwhile. So that's not a kash on any of this. But it's weird to use Lundis when you're not even looking at the positive. Well, I don't know if the sailors or the tradesmen or the, uh, the guys, you know, on the pier are really. They're trying to hop away from the uh, Yeah, but, and that's also. Avasol Santa, That's why it's a fascinating story. You can imagine that might be dangerous. Like, I wouldn't tell anybody here to do that. Because you're all from and you went to yeshivas, and using your left hand is a bona fide iser de rabbanon. But he started trying to be makar of them, and he said, You know, it's Shabbos, you want to come home, make kiddish, and not work on Shabbos? They said, We'd love to, but it's a shver gullus and uh, can't make a panasa, whatever else they made up, and, uh, and we're staying. He said, Okay, so when he saw they were staying, he said, uh, Now I'd use the left hand. And don't tell anybody from I gave you that header. But I don't think he said that. So we'll pick up on all of this tomorrow night. Mitzvah Shem? You would just think they were strange? What? You would just think, what's the right time? This is very strange. They, everybody knew. They weren't so far off. This is first generation, second generation. Let's go.